Welcome back to another exciting episode of Paranormal Stories and Spooky Shiz. I'm your host, Chappie, and today we will be getting into the Halloween spirit by talking about some extreme haunts. All right. With that being said, let's jump right into the stories. All right. The main subject of this episode is going to be McKamey Manor. And I'm going to mention as many uh, articles as I can find on it. So, with that being said, let's jump right into it and find out what all the fuss is about. The sadistic extreme haunting. We hop over to All That's Interesting, where Marco Margaritoff uh, wrote an article called Inside McKamey Manor, the most extreme haunted house in the world. With its participants bound, drugged, and beaten, McKamey Manor is said to be more like a torture chamber than a haunted house. Haunted houses are universally appealing. Anyone keen on a few harmless scares gets a rush from their simulated danger. McKamey Manor in Summertown, Tennessee, however, may have crossed the line. Russ McKamey's haunted house requires both a doctor's note and a signature on a 40-page waiver to enter. McKamey even originally offered a $20,000 prize for completing the challenge, but not a single person ever succeeded in winning it. Most lasted just a few minutes before begging to leave. While this might initially seem like McKamey managed to develop the scariest haunted house in America, it's not the scariest haunted house in the world. Thousands of people beg to differ. A change.org petition with more than 170,000 signatures claim it's not an extreme haunted house, but a violent torture chamber under disguise. Go inside McKamey Manor, the controversial extreme haunted house in Tennessee. How McKamey Manor became the scariest haunted house in America. McKamey Manor is the brainchild of Russ McKamey, a former Navy seaman turned wedding singer turned haunted house enthusiast. He started his haunted house in San Diego before pulling up states and moving his operation to Tennessee. There, he offers guests an all-immersive extreme haunted house experience. For the price of a bag of dog food, McKamey is an animal lover with five dogs. Guests can try to endure the McKamey Manor experience. There are a couple of ground rules, however. All participants must be at least 21 years old or 18 with parental approval. Complete a physical, pass a background check, be screened by Facebook, FaceTime, or phone, have proof of medical insurance, and pass a drug test. Participants must also read aloud and sign a 40-page legal waiver. But this isn't just any legal waiver. It's packed with possible scenarios that range from pulling out someone's teeth, to shaving their head, to having their fingers shoved in mousetraps. Though participants can choose two out of more than 100 that they want to avoid, Everything else is fair game. For some, that's enough to back out of the challenge right away. Braver souls are allowed to proceed, 
but most don't make it very far into the McKamey Manor Challenge. In fact, most left last an average of only eight minutes before begging for it all to stop. Those eight minutes have convinced thousands of people that Russ McKamey isn't running a haunted house at all. They claim that he's created a torture chamber. The controversy surrounding McKamey Manor, Extreme Haunted House. According to a change.com or change.org petition with more than 170,000 signatures, McKamey Manor is a torture chamber under disguise. Calling McKamey Manor torture porn and a shame to all haunted houses, the petition claims that participants have suffered sexual assault, injections with drugs, and extreme physical harm. Russ McKamey, the petition claims, uses loopholes to get out of being arrested, and one man was tortured so badly he passed out multiple times. Workers only stopped because they thought they had killed him. Indeed, a number of people have gone public with their terrifying experiences at McKamey Manor. Laura Hertz Brotherton, who went through McKamey's San Diego haunted house, claims that the experience sent her to the hospital. She arrived covered in bruises with scratches inside her mouth from actors fish hooking her cheeks. Brotherton says actors blindfolded her with duct tape, submerged her by her ankles in water, and buried her alive with only a straw to breathe through. Other participants describe being forced to eat their own vomit, having their faces shoved in rancid water, and being locked in coffins with insects and spiders. It's literally just a kidnapping and torture house, argues the petition. Some people have to seek professional psychiatric help and medical care for extensive injuries. But Russ McKamey says the backlash has all been blown out of proportion. Russ McKamey's defense of his terrifying experience. Russ McKamey might accept that he's cre created the scariest haunted house in America, maybe even the scariest haunted house in the world. But he, he denied that McKamey Manor is anything but an extreme haunted house. It's certainly not any kind of torture chamber, he says. I'm a very straight-laced conservative guy. But here, I run this crazy haunted house that people think is this torture factory, fetish factory, McKamey complained. That's simply not the case, he said. McKamey even got rid of the $20,000 prize because it was attracting the crazy ones that are in quotes. Still, he said, you'd be surprised over the years how many people have claimed something happened to them inside. That's why McKamey tapes every single participant and uploads the videos on YouTube. When people complain about something that happened to them, he merely hands them the unedited footage and says, here you go, here's the complete show. From his perspective, McKamey is simply a good creative director. He claims to tailor each show around everyone's individual fears. He insists that countless participants have been fooled into thinking something happened that never actually did. When I use the hypnosis, I can put you in a kiddie pool with a couple inches of water and tell you there's a great white shark in there, and you're going to think there's a shark in there, McKamey said. And so, when you have that kind of power over people and have them do and see things that you want them to see, then they can leave here thinking it really happened, and they'll go to the authorities and say, oh, whatever. 
and I have to come back and show the footage and say, it didn't go that way at all. It saved me a thousand times. That said, McKamey had adjusted his haunted house a little. He currently offers a descent experience, which is six hours long. People can actually make it through. It's not as rough as some of them are, he said. In the end, McKamey claims that his haunted house is all smoke and mirrors. Mere suggestion is often enough to scare people, and sometimes convince them that something happened that didn't. It's a mental game, McKamey insisted. It's really me against them. Real or not, it seems inevitable that McKamey Manor will continue to draw guests. Considered one of the world's scariest haunted houses, it's a magnet for endurance junk junkies and horror aficionados alike. But as Russ McKamey notes, the manor is always going to win. Alright, very cool. Let's hop into the next article. This one is from The Guardian. By Rory Carroll and May Ryan. Extreme Haunted House Inside the Real-Life Kingdom of Masochists. As At McKamey Manor, people pay to be kidnapped, bound, masked, slapped, stomped on, and held underwater over an eight-hour tour. But unlike other extreme haunts of the same variety, here there's no safe word to make it stop. On a balmy California morning, three daredevils park in front of an elementary school and lean against their cars, trying to be appear nonchalant as they wait to be kidnapped. They are guests of McKamey Manor, an interactive extreme haunt, which has a cult-like devotion online. The kidnappers are up the road in a manor, a grand name for a San Diego suburban house smelling of dog pee. They're busy applying finishing touches to their outfit. Andrew Sweeney, six foot five, with a beard thick as a shoe brush, puts on a tattered shirt splattered with red and a fabric bag with eye holes over his head. He looks like a demonic lumberjack. I'm not going to lie, he says from inside the hood. I go hard on the big guys. I've got three kids, a lady, and six dogs. A lot going in on in my life. This is a great de-stressor. His tools today include plastic restraints, a rope, and a robust-looking airtight plastic bag, which fits snugly over an adult human head. Ryan Lawrence also sports a beard, plus a nose ring and tattoos, an assortment of webs, skulls, and horned devil. He has his face painted kabuki white with coal black rings around the eyes. I'm the enforcer, he smiles. I'm here to make sure no one makes it out. I get carried away. I don't really have a line. For the past decade, the manor has hosted a handful of guests each weekend, challenging them to the last, the eight-hour tour. Marines and cage fighters, cops and bikers, plumbers and clerks, housewives and beauticians all have tried. None have succeeded. You can watch them on YouTube, whimpering and trembling, begging for mercy, for it to stop. This only fuels the clamor to get in. There's apparently a waiting list of 27,000 people. 
The half dozen kidnappers are volunteer actors who originally came here as guests and now return to pass on that suffering with glee to others. A writer on The Truth About McKamey Manor, one of the several Facebook groups which monitor and criticize the haunt, accused it of recklessly endangering people while not properly training them. The possible consequences such as dry drowning or possible damage to lungs were never explained. If actors weren't aware of these consequences and possible life-threatening situations, it's fair to say that they had no idea what they were doing. The actors were never told what to do in certain situations. For example, how to properly approach someone who is having a panic attack or loses consciousness, one wrote. Today, Lawrence is especially motivated because one of his victims is a 44-year-old woman named Christina Buster who, for reasons best known to herself, spent the last year taunting Lawrence and his colleagues on Facebook by branding them as inept and feeble abusers. I'm going to tear this girl apart, says Lawrence indignant. I'll drag her by her bald head. No one is leaving with eyebrows today. Modern audiences demand extremes. Torture porn franchises such as Saw and Hostel have now migrated to the mainstream. Less well-known is this boom in extreme haunts in which people sign liability waivers and pay more than $40 to stumble through the dark dungeon-like places where actors grab and manhandle them to amplify the frights. The pioneer, Blackout, has staged slick events in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. If things get too disturbing, punters yell a contractually stipulated safe word to exit the fantasy. McKamey Manor, in contrast, does not make money. It operates as a nonprofit, taking just a handful of visitors each weekend and accepting payment only in dog food. It is also unique in not having a safe word, says John Schnitzer, who's making a documentary about extreme haunts. This manner gave me actual nightmares. It's the only one where you don't decide when to quit, he says. That can be an issue when you're being bound, masked, and held underwater, slapped and stomped on, and compelled to eat your own vomit. The Svengali is Russ McKamey, a hale, hearty showman whose moonlights as a wedding singer flashes toothy smiles and uses the word like rascal and critter. When I first interviewed McKamey in his office, a cramped room cluttered with horror memorabilia, he is in marketing mode. Everyone is so blasé about what happens in the world. They need a safe release. It's about creating a cinematic experience and making people feel they're living their own horror movie. Movies can't fool us anymore. It's really hard to get emotions out of people. On that score, the manner delivers. It generates anxiety, fear, revulsion, and eventually relief. It's a survival horror boot camp, says McKamey, who spent 23 years in the Navy and still sports a buzz cut. His single-story detached house started hosting Halloween haunts for children about 15 years ago. Gradually, they became rougher for adults only, while the host filming and posting the results online. We were pretending to cut hair, but YouTube critics said, yeah, fake, so thanks for the naysayers. We had to ramp it up and bring more to reality to it, he recalls. 
Every year it's gotten more crazy and more aggressive. It wouldn't be infamous if we weren't able to deliver the product, which is... He sports a sly grin and says, 100% fear. We're good at it. We're the best at it. This is achieved, he said, by imposing physical and psychological stress upon people. Break. A process begun the moment they signed the waiver. Pretty soon it becomes real. There's no break. It's nonstop. The whole goal is to get you exhausted so you, we have better control over you. And then, another grin. As a film director, everything I'm doing is geared towards capturing magic Kodak moments. Translation, close-up of jabbering, screaming, and retching, occasionally with a cockroach or tarantula scurrying across the face. Punishment escalates if you swear, because McKamey, of all people, has a puritanical streak. He says he does not smoke, drink alcohol, or coffee, or cuss. There's no nudity or sexual suggestion in the manner. This is a live theatrical performance, says McKamey, who majored in theater studies before joining the Navy. It's not real. If people were really hurt, we'd be shut down. It's smoke and mirrors. I'm not sure what to make of his statement, as some of it is real. The violence, the claustrophobic confinement, the force feeding, the choking. A lively community of online critics brands McKamey an abomination, a sadist, a psychopath, or worse. He shrugs them off as haters. However, that perception is a problem because having recently been laid off from the Navy, he now wants to make more the manor commercial. San Diego regulations preclude that, so we must move. Protests scotched an visage site in Illinois, so he's now preparing another undisclosed location. Today is the last raw for the San Diego house so a special farewell haunting is planned. A day earlier, McKamey tried to conjole two local women to participate. Lindsay Bully, a 32-year-old housewife and mother of three, and Nadia Nagor, a 28, a fashion blogger and stylist, had each done it once before and were mulling a return visit. It intrigues me, said Bully. Some people climb Everest. This is another challenge. You want to be the first person to conquer it. In your head, it's torture, but it's a show. If it felt like torture, was it not there for torture? A pause. I'm a masochist. A lot of it doesn't bother me. Both women were proud of the resilience they showed in McKamey's videos and were unsure about showing up for a sequel. Bully was due to the start of a warehouse loading job and feared injury. Nagor had a wedding the following week. I'll go looking like... Sinead O'Connor. McKamey promised he would keep her hair. Nagor looked skeptical. Russ is so nice, but in the manner, a switch flips. Neither shows up next day at the car park. Instead, three other victims turn up, trying to not look self-conscious in their onesies. Families drive by, and a couple play frisbee in an adjacent park, unconcerned. Make-believe abductions are routine sights here though McKamey always notifies police to avoid misinterpretations. Christina Buster, pale and thin, wears a frown and a Scooby-Doo outfit. A year ago, she took a break from her job as a U.S. government-contracted logistical analyst in Kuwait to test her resolve in McKamey Manor. She lasted five minutes, 
Turning so hysterical, Mikami yanked her out. Since then, she has begged to return, and taunted her would-be tormentors in the process. Last time was brutal, Buster said in a quavery voice. I've come back to test my limits, push myself further. I'm nervous, and I'm scared. I'm expecting to be torn limb from limb, to get it worse. He gives a wan smile. I'm probably going to regret it big time. Spencer Kane sports a grin and a pink onesie with images of donuts. He is 19, worked as an actor at the manor a year earlier, and is studying associative justice in hope of becoming a DEA agent. His motivation, a chance to star in a mooted McKamey reality show. Like Buster, he too has posted on Facebook to brand the tormentors as softies. Beth Hipple, a nursing student, wears a beige teddy bear onesie. This weekend is going to be interesting. McKamey Manor, here I come. Ready to push myself to the test, she posted on Facebook the day before. There's no time to talk to her because McKamey and the posse of Balaclavas swoop marching the prisoners from the car park to an isolated wooded cups with a pungent smell. I can partly emphasize with the doomed trio. The previous afternoon, my filmmaking of photographer colleague May Ryan and I submitted to a sissy induction. McKamey and an accomplice with zombie-style contact lenses taped ba- balaclavas to our heads and ordered us into a rat run, which turned out to be a labyrinth of metal cages barely big enough for crawling. Whoever escaped first would avoid a terrible punishment. My sequential thoughts over the course of approximately 10 minutes were as follows. The baklava is hot and smelly, and I can't see anything. This is kind of scary and exciting. I should be chivalrous and let May win, take the punishment myself. It's very hot and cramped, and I'm snagged on something. I'm getting out. Sorry, May. I can't get out. F this. I can hardly breathe or move. Let me out. This thought verbally possibly verbalized. McKamey let us out and there was no punishment because this was obviously um, a bluff. The trio committed to the non-sissy version in contrast, received no mercy. It all happened very fast. One moment they were standing in the sunshine, the next they are in the gloomy cops, on their knees, hands bound with masking tape wrapped around their heads. As instructed, they crawl into a pool of fetish water by a storm drain. Why have you come back, Grandma? A tormentor bellows at Buster, shoving his face in the murk, shoving her face into the murk. He yanks her out by her hair and plunges her back in. Another works on Beth, two focus on Kane, smacking and slapping, pulling his hair out in tufts, ramming a soiled rag in his mouth while he gasps for air. His eyes bulge. You gonna cry, Spencer? You gonna cry? At one point, the trio, sodden with black filth, eyes wild, is forced into the mouth of the drain. Two men clamber on top and grab Hipple and Buster's long hair, stretching it taut, while others jab cowering figures. They resemble a Hieronymus Bosch tableau of the damned. Their transformation is shocking. All of this happened before they signed liability waivers. They are then dragged at 
one at a time to McKamey, who films as they read the form out loud. Clause 20. Participants agree there is no quitting unless serious physical or psychological injury is present. Clause 25. Participant fully understands that at many times they will be in a state of anxiety in which they feel they will drown and they may die. All sign, even Buster, who looks half dead. The tormentors swoop in delight and reward the captives with a fresh barrage of slaps. Sweeney, the de-stressing lumberjack, tosses them like dolls into the back of a black pickup truck, and they are driven to the manor to begin the official tour. It begins with the rat run. Unable to see or properly breathe, encased in soaking clothes, they inch through the maze while being hosed, prodded, and screamed at. I quit, whimpers Hempel. Sweeney growls. We tell you when you quit. Move. On it goes. The process of breaking their will with glass of cold water, smacks, and contraptions, which include a medieval gibbet, a water tank, and a chair with buckles and straps for force feeding. Then they shave Buster's head. Her shrieks could be heard down the street. Help! No one did. All the while, incongruous normality reigns in other parts of the house. Sweeney's three young children sit on a sofa watching cartoons. They seem oblivious to the shouts next door. I told you no cussing, Spencer. Are you bleeding, Grandma? You're disgusting. At points, tormentors wander into the kitchen for breaks, flushed and sweating. Whew, what a day, says one, peeling off of baklava. He eyes the snacks. Chocolate chip? Awesome. After three hours, Kane, trust in a straitjacket, is released and dumped on a sofa. Masking tape is peeled off to reveal a bruised, swollen, tearful face. Bald patches dot his scalp. Please, Russ, I'm done, he moans. McKamey puts the camera close and asks for his verdict. Kane can barely focus. No, he sobs. No, it's horrible. Given a blanket, water, and a cookie, he slowly revives and almost smiles when his erstwhile tormentors commend him on a good job. Sweeney, demonic lumberjack no more, is especially warm and chatty and compares notes with Kane about the experience, as if analyzing a baseball game. It's rough, but it really is just a show, he observes. Hippo is next out and sits on the sofa. It was way too much, way too much. Her legs and arms are covered in welts and bruises, but she is relieved to have retained her tresses. I don't regret doing it, she says through tears, but I'll never ever do that again. Later on Facebook, she will call it the most terrifying experience, but I am so happy that I did it and lasted four hours. Then comes Buster, who lasted four and a half hours. The crew applauds her like a successful game show contestant. Good job, you're a tough chick. She trembles and looks awful, but is remarkably composed. I don't feel I was tortured or abused, she said, patting a greyhound. It pushed me to my limits. I'm proud of myself. I still hold the record as the oldest person to go through. Will she refer return? Buster pops an M&M into her mouth and gives a rueful smile. Yeah. All right, so that was obviously before they moved to Tennessee. Right. Let's take a short break.
All right, we're jumping over to USA Today, an article written by Hannah Yasharoff. There's a chance of death. Extreme Haunted Tour employees explain their terrifying 40-page waiver. A haunted tour experience that spans two states and lasts up to 10 hours requires its participants to clear a background check, pass a doctor's physical and mental exams, and sign a 40-page waiver. Enter if you dare. The McCamey Manor experience, which stretches from Summertown, Tennessee to Huntsville, Alabama, also requires contestants, as the operator dubbed them, be at least 21 years old or 18 with parental permission, insured, and pass a drug test. Owner Russ McCamey offers a $20,000 reward to anyone who completes the tour, but says no one ever has. He records each physically demanding and psychologically disturbing tour on video. For his own protection, he told WFLA-TV, and then posts them online, showing the participants quitting in humiliation. You get a lot of people who think it's going to be easy money, Chris Smith, a 37-year-old Michigan native who works as a volunteer remotely for McCamey's Tours, told USA Today. Smith was first introduced to the operation years ago as a contestant. During his first go-around, he didn't make it past signing the waiver, which details all the physically painful, high-stakes, and grotesque things that could happen along the way. I read it and I quit, Smith said. I got to the last page and turned around and went home. There's so much. You have to pull out your own teeth. There's a chance of getting a tattoo. A chance of your fingernails getting pulled out. It's re really overwhelming. And there's a chance of death. Accidents do happen. Smith later returned and tried two more times before becoming an official member of McCamey's team. Once tapped out after getting buried alive in a wooden coffin, and then again during a round of hypnosis that gave him a complete panic attack. All right, that's that article. I thought it would be helpful, instead of going and reading articles about it, to go to the website itself, mckamymanor.com. So we go to the main page, and it just presents the descent, as I've mentioned earlier. So we ask ourselves, what are the warnings? The website includes its own warning. So be warned, McKamey Manor is not your standard haunted house. This is an audience participation event in which you will live your own horror movie. This is a rough, intense, and truly frightening experience. You must be in great health to participate. Last year's haunt was absolutely nothing compared to the new McCamey Manor. New for 2020, McCamey Manor presents Descent, the new evolution in interactive survival horror theater. Understand that each tour will be different based upon your personal fears and can last up to six hours. Each guest will be mentally and physically challenged until you reach your personal breaking point. Do not wear expensive clothing. Do not bring anything that can't get wet. This can be aggressive experience, and our actors will come into contact with you. You cannot in any way return the contact. If anyone becomes rowdy, pushing, shoving, running, they will immediately be removed, no questions asked. Anyone that has been drinking alcohol or taking drugs will not be allowed into the haunt and will be asked to leave the property. 
At check-in, you would be required to show your ID. The waiver process for the descent will last two hours, one performance only per week, year-round. Specific requirements must be met in order to ever take the tour. Think about the average 10-20 to 20 minute haunt or a theme park at Halloween and what you've experienced. Was it really interactive and scary? At the new McKamey Manor, you will experience thrills that you have never seen before. You will be tested to your very core. If things become too much, you can always quit if we let you. And it also boasts a banner that says Warn, Warning, and Haunt Rules. You will experience the following at McKamey Manor. Intense audio, lighting, extreme low visibility, strobe and fog effects, damp and wet conditions, physically demanding environments, close contact with creatures. You will get touched. Very real and graphic scenes of horror. Not recommended. If you are pregnant, claustrophobic, have seizures, heart or respiratory conditions, or are a big wimp, no smoking, drinking, eating, running inside, touching the props or actors, McKamey Manor reserves the right to refuse admission to anyone for any reason. The guest, you, voluntarily assumes all risk and danger associated with the participation in this event. Enter at your own risk. All right, very cool. So I thought it would be cool to go through the McKamey, McKamey Manor Mandatory Waiver Release and Indemnity Agreement. All right. Number one, registration of participant and purpose of agreement. By signing this contract, I participate do herein voluntarily agree to participate in the below listed activities that will take place at McKinney Manor, located at, and that gives the address. Scope and de definition. This agreement shall be legally binding upon the participant, their heirs, assignees, and agents, and any and all family members, spouses, and next of kin. Right, three. Participants agree that if police are called and appear on the scene, that participant acknowledges that this is just a game. Number four, express assumption of risk inherently dangerous activities. Participants agree and understand that participation in this event is both physically dangerous and could have a negative impact on one's mental health. By signing this agreement, the participant expressly assumes all risk of physical, mental, and bodily harm. Despite this acknowledgement of known risks. Number five, accidental death and disability and other medical insurance. Should any medical emergency or otherwise treatment be required, I understand and agree and represent that I have my own medical or health insurance that includes both accidental death and disability insurance. General release. Release by party participants to this agreement. In addition to the express terms of this agreement, but including the provisions, terms, and conditions of, and obligations under and connections to this agreement, in further consideration of matters set forth above, the participant and their past present agents, da da da, hereby release, acquit, and forever discharge each other, individually and collectively, in each of their past present, da da da. <sighs> Any claims for damages, demands, obligations, actions, 
causes of action, rights, liabilities, costs, losses of service and income, liens, injuries, and damages caused by, arising out of, and associated with retaining or pertaining to, resulting from any and all acts or omissions in connection with this participation by participant. That was a lot of legal jargon. I'm going to skip around, hit the highlights. Specific release for activities. It is the intention of participant by this instrument to expressly assume all risks of such personal injury, death, or property damage upon him or herself to the exclusion of McCamey Manor and to exempt and relieve McCamey Manor all of its actors from liability for personal injury, property damage, and wrongful death caused by negligence. All right. Number eight. Representation of physical and mental condition. Basically, they're saying that there won't get seizures from strobes or they have any paralysis issues or anything like that. They're saying they're in good condition. A statement of comprehension that this agreement is a binding legal document that stands for itself. 10. Hold harmless and full indemnification. Um... The participant agrees to defend, pay on behalf, fully identify McCamey Manor and its agents um, against all claims, causes of actions, demands, suits, or losses. All right. Governing law and attorney fees with venue agreement. Basically, they'll pay their own court costs. Mediation arbitration agreement. They have to go to mediation before any formal action against McCamey Manor. Photographs and video footage. They give their consent to McCamey Manor. Additional documents. They agree to fully cooperate with any documents needed in the waiver, release, and all that. Entire agreement. They're basically saying that no one on their behalf can sue for anything that happens. Uh, counterparts and scanned copies. Just, that's legal mumbo jumbo. 17. Participants fully understand that McKimmy Manor is an extremely physical and participates might may leave with bumps, bruises, cuts, or possible injuries, including broken bones. They understand injuries are never on purpose and participant is fully aware of the risks and take all responsibility. Participants fully understand that this is not a fight club and will refrain at all times from fighting with the actors. Participants were warned numerous times about the intensity of this place, owners and other members of the crew, that you really don't want to do this. 20 participants agree and understand that your life in reality is not in danger and this is just a game. 21. Participant agrees and understands that during the tour and participant is in the van, they will not be secured by a seatbelt or other safety device. Right. Participant understands uh, that they're not being tortured. This is just a game. Participants understand and agree they are not being beaten up, kicked, slugged, or actually physically harmed. You will be roughed up, but no one is going to hurt you. Knowing that is very rough and not for the meek. 
Participants will have bumps, bruises, and possible black eyes, swelling of the face. Participants understand they are never never being held against their will. Participant understands and agrees that in reality, they were never threatened for real. In reality, they are not threatened after the tour is over. Um, participant understands and agrees that they are aware that this is a live theatrical show, not reality, which is being performed specifically for the participant and other guests. Participant understands and agrees that the characters they come in contact with during the tour are just actors and that are there to provide a performance for the participant and is not actually reality. Participant fully understands that by signing this waiver, they are giving them permission to keep nothing off the table except sexual or inappropriate situations. Everything else imaginable can and will happen inside of this place. You are aware of this and are giving full permission for any action that happens inside. Participant agrees to and has full knowledge if they select to visit the barber. Participant may leave this place completely bald, including eyebrows. Participant agrees and acknowledges that mousetraps are used within the tour, which may result in bruising, cutting, and breakage of fingers. Participants agree that if selected, they could be buried alive under 12 feet of dirt and rock, to which they will have a limited amount of air that they will have to figure out how to escape, and they could possibly breathe in a significant amount of dust, dirt, and foreign objects that may cause death if the participant does not breathe properly or hold their breath at the right time. Participant agrees to partake if selected to participate in a height stunt that involves walking a plank 25 feet above the ground without a safety net. Participant agrees that if selected, they will come in contact with a variety of live poisonous animals. It is the participant's responsibility not to panic or agitate the animals. If the participant is bitten, it is because the participant made a sudden movement without a confined, secure environment. Participant agrees and acknowledges that they are responsible, whether they quit an activity or not, for bringing all equipment and materials back to the van. Participant acknowledges and agrees to be submerged in 60 feet of open water. Participant acknowledges and agrees their breathing apparatus might be removed or will be removed, and that is participants' responsibility to make their way to the surface on their own. If done incorrectly, there is a real chance of participant drowning and receiving decompression sickness, which could cause permanent injury or even death. Participant acknowledges and agrees that 100% the participant's responsibility to use the safe phrase if they feel they are suffering from any bodily injury, from any mental impairment, or if the tour becomes too much for the participant anyway. Participant understands and agrees they will absolutely get cuts, severe bruising, and or swelling due to open-handed striking on the face and other physical contact which could result in black eye, possible rope burns to the face, neck, arms, hands, legs, or feet. Participant agrees to and understands they might come in contact with electrical stimulation. Participant understands for this specific show only that participant is being offered a safe phrase. It is up to the participant to use the safe phrase due to their weakness if they feel the need such a weak precaution as a safe phrase. Participant agrees and understands that it is quite possible that they may come in contact with raw sewage. Participants agree 
that their entire tour will be viewed by a live audience in Las Vegas, the Philippines, and or Thailand, and they will act appropriately. Participants fully agree not to hold McCamey Manor liable for any injuries, physical or psychological, due to the participants' time here. Participants verify that they understand all risks associated with McCamey Manor and that participant freely accepts all risks involved. Participant fully understands that McCamey Manor is extremely psychological and participant may very well leave McCamey Manor with unintentional emotional distress and psychological issues. Participant understands that it is never the intent of McCamey Manor to cause myself any type of psychological damage. Participant fully understands they are willing participant of McCamey Manor and no one has forced participant in any way to partake in this tour. This is something that participant insisted upon doing even with all the risks that are involved. Participant fully understands and agrees that injuries resulting from slip and falls such as ankle, knee, and back injuries, i.e. sprains, muscle strains, and tears, flexed or torn ligaments are not the fault of McCamey Manor. Participant fully understands that they may incur injuries from exposed screws or other protrusions which may result in lacerations and or bruises. Participant fully understands they may incur injuries resulting from scare tactics where participant may react by pulling away, resulting in falling on the ground, into walls, onto props or actors. They will not hold McKamey Manor liable. Participant fully understands and agrees they may come in contact with carbon monoxide poisoning with regard to the use of artificial fog. Participant fully understands and agrees that once participants enter McCamey Manor, there is no quitting unless serious physical or psychological injury is present. Participant fully understands that injuries may occur during their tour, which may include, but not limited to, head, neck, back injuries, death, stroke, traumatic brain injury, brain aneurysm, cerebral or retinal hemorrhage, subdural hematoma, loss of consciousness, whiplash, harmful heart reactions, nausea, headache, dizziness, lacerations, broken or sprained bones, torn ligaments, bleeding wounds, scrapes or cuts, heat stroke, and drowning, and does not hold McCamey Manor responsible. Participant fully understands and agrees that being scared, having a panic attack, etc. does not count as a serious injury. Participant must fully understand and agree that their tour may include hypodermic needles, zappers, tasers, and dog shock collars. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be crushed in a pit by various objects. This is insane, y'all. <laughs> Participants fully understand and agree that various fluids such as food coloring, grease, theatrical blood, and other liquids may be placed in participants' mouth. It is the participant's responsibility not to swallow these fluids. Participants fully understand and agree that they may be fish hooked, which may inadvertently cause ribbage to the mouth area. Participants fully understand and agree they must divulge all information regarding allergies. Participants full understanding and agreement that they must divulge all information regarding dentures, contacts, pacemakers, piercings, and that all piercings must be removed to prevent damage. Participant fully understands and agrees that if they selected to visit the dentist, that they may have a tooth extracted without Novocaine and will not hold McCamey Manor liable. This is insane. 
Participant fully understands and agrees that their teeth may be accidentally chipped, broken, or lost and will not hold McCainmy Manor responsible or liable. Participant fully understands and agrees that it's possible that joint, jaw, shoulder, elbow, wrist, knee, hip, etc. may be accidentally dislocated, and participant will not hold McCamey Manor responsible. Participant fully understands and agrees that they will be participating in various medieval torture devices, such as a knife throwing while strapped to a spinning wheel, shackles, chains, gibbet cage, stocks, the rack, etc., all right, participant fully understands and agrees that they may be bruised by paintballs. They fully understand that MK Ultra mind control may be used. Fully understands and agrees that water torture may be used. Fully understands that a nail may pierce their hand. Fully understands and agrees that their hand may be smashed with tools. Fully understands and agrees that their nails may be removed with their nail beds. Fully understands and agrees the medication may be given that induces hallucinations or sedatives given in pill form or by hyperdermic at McCamey Manor's discretion. Participants fully understand and agree that if chosen, they may receive a tattoo or piercing. It is the responsibility to care for such tattoo in order not to get hepatitis or infection. Participants fully understand and agree that choking may occur that, and that gagging or vomiting may occur. They fully understand and agree that McKimmy Manor will use humiliation tactics such as name calling. They fully understand and agree that they will be exposed to extreme temperatures. They fully understand and agree that they have a plastic bag or plastic wrap on their face that could possibly cause suffocation, blackout, etc. And participation will not participant will not hold McKimmy Manor responsible or liable. Participant fully understands and agrees that they may be enclosed in a chamber with live animals, which may include mice, rats, roaches, tarantulas, millipedes, centipedes, snakes, spiders, potato bugs, worms, larvae, snails, slugs, grubs, crickets, etc. Participants fully understand and agree they have to be they may be asked to ingest live bugs. They fully understand and agree that they may be enclosed in containers with limited air, submerged underwater, or restrained. They fully understand and agree that they will be exposed to a caged drowning pool and that their head will be completely engulfed in a toilet and possible drowning may occur. They will not hold McCamey Manor responsible or liable. Participants fully understand and agree that their hands and feet will be zip-tied. They fully understand and agree that they will be hung upside down by their ankles. They fully understand and agree that when they are taken hostage in the first moment of the tour, that it is extremely physical and daunting, and participant will receive bumps, bruises, possible sprains and broken bones, black eyes, etc. They will not hold McCamey Manor responsible or liable. They confirm they are not electronically wired for surveillance. They agree not to bring any weapons of any sort. They confirm they have currently have medical insurance. They confirm they are completely sober and have no drugs or alcohol within their system. They confirm that they have never been arrested or incarcerated for a felony. They confirm they are not wanted by law enforcement. They agree to remain on site in a safe zone or other guest is ready to depart if participant quits. Participant confirms that they are not involved with law enforcement and are not part of a sting operation.
They fully agree to continue the tour, the challenges themselves during the experience, even though a specific moment in time, participant requests the tour to stop and leave. Participant agrees to have the tour continue no matter what participant may say at any time in their panic state of mind. Participant fully understands and agrees there is no quitting until staff of McKamey Manor stops the show, and due to the completion or because the participant is at a physical or psychological level, that it is best that the tour be stopped. Participant fully understands and agrees that participant will many times during their tour have their entire body, including their face, submerged completely in water, that participants will be forced to hold their breath. Participant also agrees to do these activities while having duct tape over their eyes, mouth, and a mask over their face. Participant fully understands that at many times during their tour, they will be in a panic, a state of anxiety, in which they will feel they will drown and that they may die. They give permission to McGamey Manor to put themselves in those situations. All right, let's take a little break. All right, I know that was a lot, but let's jump back into it because I think we're almost done with the waiver. I'm not sure though. All right, we're on number 94. Participant has been told several times and on more than one occasion by Russ McCamey and others not to take the McCamey Manor tour. Participant has heard all of his warnings and refuses to listen to his recommendation not to take the tour. Participant fully understands and agrees that it is participant's responsibility to read inside the complete waiver before taking the tour. Participant fully understands and agrees that everything participant does related to McCamey Manor will be videotaped and they will be provided with video. Participant fully agrees and understands they will never receive any money for anything that is sold or broadcast concerning the participants' images of themselves during the time at McKamey Manor, and that they have the right to show and sell the movies and pictures at any time. Participant fully understands they are not being held against their will at any time during their experience, and that Participant is demanding to stay with the tour for as long as possible. Participant fully agrees and demands that they want to push themselves as hard as possible while inside the tour, no matter how many times participant may say they want out of the tour. Participant is being clear that no matter what they say, participant wants the tour to continue. Oh man, we're on number 100. Participant having time, spent time with Russ McCamey and other staff, through other people and what participant has read, know that Russ McCamey and staff of McCamey Manor truly have the best intentions at all time. Participant gives them permission to challenge them both physically and emotionally to the highest degree. They do not want to quit unless there is no other choice and wants to stay on the tour no matter what they say while they are distressed. Participant fully understands and agrees that Russ McCamey and staff run a very clean, positive show no sexual or religious situations, even that of cussing from the participant, is allowed inside. Participant fully understands and agrees that Russ McCamey and staff run a... Okay, I already read that one. Participant agrees that they will eat a wide variety of digestible cuisine from around the world and that participant could be force-fed by an actor. 
participant agrees they may have to put their own vomit on their person, such as participant's face or into their mouth. Participant agrees they will have to drink a variety of liquids, including food coloring, urine, blood, and other liquid cuisine from around the world. This is gross. Participant agrees they will be submerged in a pit, undetermined material that could possibly crush their body. Participant agrees to have hundreds of pounds of chains wrapped around their body with the possibility of being crushed to death. Participant agrees that they may be severely whipped with a fire hose or belt. Participant agrees they will be in very close contact with fire surrounding their entire body with the real possibility of getting burned or possible death. Participant agrees that they will have their head enclosed in a box with bees, wasps, and may be stung. Participant agrees that if selected, they may participate in a stunt involving a liquid such as quicksand, and it is the participant's responsibility to remain calm and stay on top of the quicksand. There is a possibility of drowning may exist. Participant agrees that if selected to participate in Houdini's Chinese water torture apparatus, which will include being submerged upside down by your ankles with a straitjacket in a cylinder of live moray eels, there's a real possibility of drowning if participant is unable to control their breath. Participant agrees and understands they will be buried in the pit with hundreds of live rodents, mice, rats, and tied down until, they're figured, until they figure out a proper escape mechanism. It is participant's responsibility to remain calm. Even so, the possibility of being nibbled upon or bit is extremely high. <sighs> this is a lot. <sighs> My gosh. Participant agrees to participate in a high-speed barrel roll where the participant will be inside a 55-gallon drum as the barrel rolls down a severely steep hill or mountain. It is participants' responsibility to secure themselves inside the drum in order to not receive serious injuries. The drum will end in a 10-foot pond. Participant agrees if selected, they will have to swim 200 yards underwater in a makeshift sewer system with several obstacles and traps blocking their way. It is the participants' responsibility to hold their breath while navigating the underwater maze. Participant agrees to be transported several times in the back of a van, truck, trunk of a car. They agree that there is limited air in the trunk of the car. They agree to be locked inside a 55-gallon drum with the lid secured with limited air. It is the participant's responsibility to knock the lid continually so we know that the participant is still breathing. Participant agrees that if they pass out, smelling salts will be administered to see if they are faking or not. Participant agrees that during the show, they will have actual knives and other weapons in close contact with their body, including their neck, face, and extremities. They acknowledge that if they panic or make any violent movement, there's a very real possibility they could get cut. Participants understand there is a real possibility they may experience hypothermia. If hypothermia becomes an issue, the tour will immediately stop. Participants acknowledge that even though a participant has decided to quit the tour, the tour will, from that point, slowly ramp down to continue the illusion for film purposes. This may include roughing up, participants' head underwater, choking, actors harassing, slapping until the walk of shame begins. 
Participants acknowledge they may come in contact with various bodily fluids, and they may come down with the disease later in their life. Oh my gosh. Participants should list any items that are completely off-limits to them. Participants should specify if their final straw, what their final straw is, their line in the sand. Participants hereby certifies that they are 100% medically qualified to participate in McCamey Manor. They have no hidden illnesses, impairments, which include but not limited to pins, rods, plates, dentures, concussions, or anything of medical nature. They've disclosed everything. Also, they have disclosed any mental illnesses or impairments like panic attacks, anxiety, PTSD, or anything of mental nature. They acknowledge that they will receive hundreds of welts from paintball guns. Uh, they acknowledge and agree that McCamey Manor will use personal information against them during their tour, and it's all part of the psychological game. They will receive a safe phrase. If they use the safe phrase, the, do- the tour will stop slowly, come to a stop, but harassment, shoving will continue until participant completes their walk of shame. Participant acknowledges and agrees that they have full knowledge that they will be slapped, shoved, hit, thrown to the ground, placed underwater, restrained, contained, hooded, verbally and mentally attacked, physically attacked, etc. They acknowledge that even though they have quit the tour, participants will still be hooded until drop-off, and even the participants in the ramp-down mode, their hair may be still cut. Participants acknowledge and verify they do not have blood issues or diseases, such as HIV or AIDS. Participants acknowledge that if they quit the tour, they will endure a one-mile walk of shame back to their vehicle. They agree that they will be dragged on dirt, cement, and other various ground environments. They understand there is a very real chance of becoming unconscious due to choking or the participant's mouth being covered by hands, a bag, plastic, etc. This is a lot. Participants acknowledge and agree they will be pushed, shoved, knocked to the ground during the walk of shame. If participant is asked by law enforcement or any concerned individual during their walk of shame, they will say nothing except to point to the paper attached to their clothes explaining what has taken place and that they have failed McCamey Manor's extinction and the walk of shame is their punishment. Participant acknowledges and agrees they are agreeing to participate in McCamey Manor's extinction for up to 36 hours, in which McCamey Manor is permitted to continue with games at any point in that 36 window hour. 36 hour window. That's crazy. Participant acknowledges and agrees they will be wearing a dental they will be wearing a dental mouthpiece guard during their tour. They acknowledge and agree they will be required to wear headphones throughout their tour and will leave and will have various sensory sounds and distractions or deprivation. All right, and then it's basically like they agree that they cannot sue and nobody can sue on their behalf for anything that happens. Um, to recap this agreement, participant understands that McCamey Manor is advising participant not to take this tour and that after everything participant has read regarding the severity of the tour, the participant is going to get hurt in one form or another, i.e. cuts, bruises, possible broken bones, black eye, rope burns, exhaustion, dehydration, even possibly death. 
basically the participant is basically going to, for lack of better wording, going to be body hardened. The participant is likely going to have their hair removed. Once again, McCamey Manor is telling the participant that after reading the entire contract, the participant should not do this. Participant is agreeing to not hold McCamey Manor or any party liable for anything involved, and that participant will not involve the police because participant understands what they are getting into, and participant has decided to do it anyway. Participant will not complain afterwards about anything that happened because participant completely understands. They have been told that they do not want this. The participant understands all risks and everything is on the table, which could involve injury or death. All right. It ends with the police have been informed of the movie that is being shot and the schedule of events for today. The reference number of today's activities is this. Oh my goodness. That is so crazy. And it goes on about confidentiality and stuff like that. Yeah, but I won't go into all that. That was crazy. That was so much more than the 40... I mean, that might be 40 pages. I was thinking 40 items. And that was way more than 40 items. Oh my goodness. It was 140 items. But I think that's good. We'll, we'll take a break. <laughs> that was a lot. Alright. When we come back, we'll talk about some other stuff. Alright. All right, now we go to the San Diego Union Tribune, who has an article by Morgan Cook. Um, basically, McCamey Manor victim speaks out. So let's read it. Russ McCamey of McCamey Manors calls them hated haters. McCamey describes them as minority participants in his Rancho Penasquito's not-so-fun house, who pushed their way into a simulated abduction, experience ignore warnings on YouTube, in person, and in writing on how extreme the experience is, and then take to social media and tell lies about torture, assault, false imprisonment, and other crimes. They know the truth that I have footage of everything, McKamey said. I tell people they're going to get bruises and cuts. It's aggressive, but these people weren't injured like they say they were, and they all knew what they were getting into, McKamey said. Before we go any further, after reading that waiver, I fully expect most of these people knew what they were getting into. All right, I'll keep going. One of these critics is Amy Milligan of East County, whose story was featured this week in the San Diego Union Tribune. Milligan said her experience was traumatic. She said she gave the haunt a positive review in her exit interview video because she wanted the haunt to produce a video of her tour so she could have evidence of what happened to her. The video, which the haunt produced and posted on YouTube, shows Milligan being pushed to the ground, pulled around by her hair, and slapped while being picked up and driven in a van to McCamey's home. Shortly after they arrive at the home, the screen goes blank, and a subtitle appears saying, I cannot show you what takes place. When the footage resumes, Milligan is lying in a freezer with a few inches of dark-colored water, blindfolded while actors pour water over her head. Mil Milligan appears cooperative and willing to play her part in the experience. 
Early in the experience, she apparently slightly defiant and even amused, then more concerned as the tour intensifies. Later in the video, another section of footage is edited out. Then the action resumes. Milligan is soaking wet and seems terrified. Milligan said the video was edited to hide the worst. She said the video doesn't show the part where she was forced to lie down, her hands bound, in a shallow pool of water with a cage over it. The actors repeatedly pushed her head underwater, her long hair wrapping around her neck, as she begged them to let her go home. I'm going to die here, Milligan said. I'm going to drown. My hair is wrapping around my neck, and I started freaking out. I'm telling them I can't breathe, and they're just laughing and doing it more. McKamey could not confirm the existence of the cage, but he said there's a lot of water involved in the haunt, and people will feel they are drowning. We do not waterboard. We do not even kind of waterboard. It's psychological what we're doing. They're safe at all times. Right? The reactions to her story and Facebook comments on the story were mixed. Uh, they sign a waiver allowing a certain amount of physical harm. That's pretty clear. How are you going to turn around and say they were being too much? I get that she was so scared out of her mind that her brain was playing tricks on her, which is also their job, and she thought she was going to die, but she's not. She's alive. How about you be happy about that and stop dragging on about something that no, not the manor's fault? You misunderstood what's happening, and now it's over. Move on. With all this being said, maybe wimps shouldn't go to the manor. Disneyland may be a better option for you people. It amazes me how many people think a waiver overrides the law. You can consent to something beating you with a flicker, but if that person puts you in the hospital, you have every right to press charges. If Amy felt that what they were doing put her life in danger, she has every right to complain. Then there was a neighbor of the manor that showed up on Reddit. This place is on my street in PQ. I actually went through it as a kid, and it wasn't hardcore. Back when he just did the haunted house during Halloween, he had some pretty cool stuff. And they had a long string of comments. It's easy to get caught up in the situation. There are longer experiences for, with far more leeway for the actors to engage with the customers. Initially, you have to be able to think logically, but after an hour or two of that, doubts start creeping in, and you can really get the experience that you thought you wanted. If you want one of the most extreme experiences, don't be surprised if it's very rough. You got what you paid for. There should definitely be a safe word given to the end of the to end the experience. Right. The experience in the article sounds so extreme that I don't doubt some people end up with emotional trauma, but it's a voluntary experience. Alright, I would tend to agree it's a voluntary experience. Now whether it's ethical that it even operates, or is an option for someone to go through a sadistic torture chamber, now that, I'm not sure. But then again, it is voluntary, so... I'm not sure these people that are complaining about it have much to stand on. Alright, let's see what else we can get into. Let's read more about the petition to end McKamey Manor. 
All right, this comes from Fox Atlanta. McCamey Manor petition created to shut down extreme haunted house that requires 40-page waiver by Austin Williams. All right, this is all stuff that we've already heard. All right, visitors must also follow strict guidelines, which include no cussing, drinking, smoking, running, eating, or touching the actors. While a safe word allegedly promises a prompt exit from the ex intense experience, the petition called Shutdown McKamey Manor claims otherwise. The petition alleged that McKamey specifically targets people he deems most easily manipulated. Previously, no safe word was allowed. He changed that, but there's been reports that the torture continues even when people repeat their safe word for several minutes. The petition reads, one man was allegedly tortured so badly, it wasn't until the workers thought they had killed him that they finally decided to stop. Some visitors of McCamey Manor have taken to Reddit to express their fear and frustration, warning future patrons against going through the experience, calling it torture porn. One Reddit user wrote that the reason McCamey doesn't accept any money is because he only desires the footage of what it, he puts his customers through. His payment is having footage of people crying, throwing up, and having mental breakdowns and begging for him to let them go. The user added that McCamey has added to exclusively employing people with touchy pasts, including some with felonies or violent behavior, claiming that the employees gain some sort of gratification out of harming people. Another user leaked a portion of the alleged waiver that apparently says the visitors risk death, stroke, traumatic brain injury, and dozens of other injuries on the tour. So far, McCamey says no one has ever completed the tour, even though he promises to pay the $20,000 for a 10 hours of real life nightmare. The haunted attraction, let's see, the haunted attraction's original location in San Diego, California, closed down and eventually moved to one of its locations in Tennessee, where the new attraction didn't appear to be a favorite of local law enforcement or residents. The San Diego Union Tribune reported that in 2017, Lawrence County Sheriff's deputies in Tennessee responded to a screaming woman being dragged by two men from a car into a newly established McCamey Manor. The deputies quickly learned that the abduction was staged, but incidents like these have made local community uncomfortable, and authorities have been working to shut down the operation ever since. While the website for the tour claims that only people who pass an extensive medical background test are permitted, 10 minutes of getting duct tape wrapped around your head, forced to eat things, being waterboarded, and forced underwater is something writers of the petition allege cross a line. All right. So with that being said, um, we have to ask ourselves, um, is he doing the right thing by doing this 40-page waiver and basically telling people they could die by doing this and that he tells them not to do it? Is that enough to excuse the torture that they go through whenever they go through this haunt? Is that enough that he tells them not to do it and that they're signing away basically all of their rights to complain afterwards? I don't know. It's definitely something I would never do. <laughs> but I digress. With that being said, let's jump into some other uh, extreme haunted houses. We hop over into Cheapism, which I've never heard of before, but it's a blog, and it says the most terrifying houses, haunted houses in America. 
by Aaron Kushner. You could put up some scary face paint and celebrate Halloween with some mild, even family-friendly spookiness at a theme park. Or throw on one of this year's most popular Halloween costumes to take part in frightfully fun Halloween parades and festivities happening across the country. But maybe that's not scary enough for you. Here are some haunted houses and immersive experiences that are so terrifying and physically demanding that participants have to sign waivers before entering. Don't say you haven't been warned. Number one, Castle of Chaos. Castle of Chaos allows participants to choose from five levels of fear. At the lowest level, monsters are repelled by your glow stick, but at the highest, they may pick you up, drag you through doorways, or restrain you. For those who crave the most hardcore of haunts, they may offer Crucible, an extreme hours-long experience that combines both physical and psychological torments. 17th Thor, Fullerton, California. 17th Thor follows the ongoing story of Paula, a college student turned murderer, now imprisoned in a treacherous penitentiary. As her fellow inmates, guests will wind through the maze in an attempt to unlock the story and escape unscathed. Previous shows have involved real cockroaches being smothered in a ball pit, lots of touching by handsy actors, and virtual reality add-ons. Guests who can no longer endure the experience may yell mercy to escape. Feel like you can go longer? A new add-on called The Field Trip is available, in which guests are taken to a remote, off-site location for even more intense scares. Scarehouse, The Basement, Pittsburgh. You can either enter this Pittsburgh attraction alone or with one companion, but that's it. Guests must sign a waiver before encountering narrow spaces, complete darkness, and high-impact scares. The haunt is made by a group of dedicated artists and counts horror enthusiasts Elijah Wood and Guillermo de Toro among its fans. Scarehouse also offers Stop the Invasion, a horror-themed escape room. The 13th Gate Baton Rouge, Louisiana. If Indiana Jones ever found himself in Baton Rouge, he would not want to do this haunt, which boasts of its real snake-infested Louisiana swamp. The 13th Gate is a massive, top-rated haunt for thrill-seekers, featuring incredibly detailed sets and awe-inspiring effects that elevate themes and stories each year. On Fridays, you can brave a lights-out maze with just a flashlight. Zoe. Fullerton, California. In es Escapade Games Zoe, players are locked in a haunted house with the ghost of a young girl. To get out, they must solve a series of puzzles before time runs out. Not only are you scared, you have to think too. Things are not always what they appear in Zoe, and its detailed, creepy environment has inspired many seasoned reviewers to claim it's the scariest escape room they've ever played. The Fear Experiment, Danville, Illinois. The Fear Experiment is an immersive psychological horror experience. The experience is for adults only who will sign a waiver and receive a safe word. Through the experiment, though the experiment warns of physical contact, discomfort, aggression, and nudity, they also promise to allow you to push your limits, test yourself, and find out what you're really made of. What that means is unclear, as all participants are instructed to never share spoilers online or in person. Hurting, spelled with a V instead of a U. Los Angeles. More immersive experience than Haunted House, Hurting builds itself as personalized immersive horror. 
The Los Angeles-based show customizes its plot and various details to its small audience or single experience goer. Tapping into their innermost fears, attendees can expect terrifying, though often humor-driven plot lines, plenty of sexual innuendos, and the chance to survive your very own horror movie. Pinhurst Asylum, Spring City, Pennsylvania. The setting of Pinhurst Asylum is almost as terrifying as what lies inside. Located in the dark forests of northern Chester County, the sprawling campus offers three attractions, the asylum, the morgue, and the tunnels, where actors are allowed to touch you as you wander through twisted hallways and catwalks. Overnight paranormal tours are also offered. Hell's Gate Haunted House, Lockport, Illinois. Hidden deep within the woods, Hell's Gate challenges its visitors to explore its 40-plus rooms filled with secret passages, terrifying characters, and giant slides. This year, the experience has introduced the escaped prisoners of Statesville Haunted Prison, complete with new villains hiding within the walls and in the woods. The Darkness, St. Louis, Missouri. The Darkness has been deemed as one of the best haunted houses in America, largely due to its terrifying costumes and set design. In addition to two floors of terror, the Darkness also features a five-minute escape room, Terror Visions 3D, and special events like Krampus Haunted Christmas. Alright, let's take a break. Alright, so we go over to Ranker, because I love Ranker, and they do so many cool, spooky articles. Right, so we go to the 11 most ridiculously terrifying extreme haunted houses and attractions by Juliet Bennett Ryla. All right, there's McKamey Manor, we've already mentioned. All right, Heretic House. Heretic House is a mysterious LA haunt that takes place year round in various locations. The narrative revolves around the heretic and those who worship him, but standalone shows deviate from the core tale to explore themes such as claustrophobia, sleep paralysis, or other intrinsic core of being alone in a cabin in the woods. Guests are bound and gagged and roughed up, moved about, covered in fake blood, lightly clawed, suffocated, nailed into coffins, and may have their clothes shredded, among other horrors. Is anyone else relieved to know that the clawing you gets know the clawing you get before being stripped and nailed into a coffin is light? Alright. Victim experience. The victim experience, no longer in operation, was the extreme version of the Freakling Brothers Gates of Hell haunt in Las Vegas. As the name suggests, you are vulnerable to unknown tormentors who want nothing more to than make you say the safe word, purgatory. However, guests who have made it out claim to have a sense of accomplishment, and the creators of the haunt assure you they are rooting for you to make it through the simulated danger. Some guests have reported being bound, gagged, hit, dunked in ice water, and stunned. Blackout Haunted House Blackout Haunted House, considered by many the first extreme haunt, launched in New York in 2006 and has expanded to Los Angeles and San Francisco. It offers horror experiences online or via text. 
Participants have been waterboarded, touched, forced to walk barefoot over waste, and suffocated with plastic. These experiences are simulated, but many visitors report an extremely unpleasant experience, which obviously is the point. The documentary, The Blackout Experiments, detailed the haunts and those who have gone through it. Scarehouse. Scarehouse warns you that you will be touched, bound, blindfolded, tormented, challenged, and scared out of your mind. Oh good, there also may be electric shocks, profanity, total darkness, and sexual content, which seems to be a running theme here. Participants must be at least 18 and have to sign a waiver. You may choose to enter in pairs or by yourself if you dare. If it makes you feel any better, this extreme experience has been family owned and operated since 1999. Right, we already mentioned Miasma. Stag. Drunk Monkey Tattoo offers Stag in Siganaw, Michigan. The haunt requires participants to enter alone. Guests are not allowed to speak with the exception of the safe word, should you need it. Details are intentionally murky, but it's described as an extreme haunt in which participants complete tasks to progress. Last year's haunt, for instance, had guests delivering a baby, then trying to find its blanket and bottle. Creators warn the haunt will provoke the senses, and those who have experienced trauma or have an extreme personal bubble should stay away. Haunted Hoochie at Death Acres. At Dead Acres. Haunted Hoochie at Dead Acres doesn't sound very scary, but visit this Petascala. Ohio-based haunts website will show you what kind of demented hell you're dealing with here. Demons spouting flames, women bound and gagged on the floor, blood-drenched rednecks wielding machetes and power tools. It's like gathering of the juggalos as a haunt. You're liable to get taken out of nowhere, thrown over someone's shoulder, and confronted with one of what appears to be many chainsaw-wheeling psychopaths at the Midwest's premier extreme haunt. The Tension Experience. The Tension Experience from Ta, from Saw 2, 3, and 4 director Darren Lynn Boosman and writer Clint Sears focuses on psychological horror. The experience revolves around a mysterious cult, OOA Institute, and your induction into said cult. Much of the story takes place online as an, arg- as an augmented reality game. The actual experience is a 2.5-hour immersive performance in a 24-room warehouse in Los Angeles and incorporates more than 40 actors. No two guests have the same experience. There are many paths through the warehouse, and the outcome for your terror depends upon the choices you make. Guests are subject to unclothed figures writhing in sand, forced to answer extremely personal questions, exposed to ethereal sensory experiences, and plunged into total darkness. The Basement. With outposts in Los Angeles and Las Vegas, the basement prides itself on being the scariest escape room around. The story has been snatched by cannibal slayer Edward Tandy, who imprisons you in his basement. He's going to eat you unless you can solve a number of clues. You have 45 minutes, and the puzzle isn't easy. It took creator Caden Russell months to design. 
If you succeed, you escape his boiler room, not for the claustrophobic, as well as other parts of the house. Creepy actors, a few tight situations, and scrounging around in the dark make this a more chilling escape room than they say the ones where you have to find a detective secret files or complete a cas casino caper. Terror Behind the Walls Philadelphia haunt Terror Behind the Walls takes place at the Eastern State Penitentiary, a very creepy setting. Much like Long Beach's The Queen Mary, which does its own not-so-extreme haunt every Halloween, ESP has a solid foundation in people believing it's already haunted. At Terror Behind the Walls, you have a choice, a traditional experience in which actors aren't allowed to touch you, or the one in which you allow yourself to be touched, grabbed, separated from your group, and shown hidden parts of the haunt. You may be thrown in a haunted prison cell, or forced to an operating table. So, all of this stuff reminds me of a movie that I saw. There's a 2014 found footage horror film called The Houses That October Built. Um, it was produced by Zach Andrews and Steven Schneider. Um, the plot follows five friends who set out on a road trip in search of a haunted house attractions and find themselves targeted by a mysterious and disturbed group of people. Um, they would later include the filming for the house's October build partially took place at several haunted house attractions, which Roe would later include in the list of America's scariest haunted houses that he released as marketing material for the film. The film was given limited theatrical release in 2014 and was released to home video in 2015. They also made a house that October built too. Basically, they're trying to find, by going to all of these haunted attractions on their road trip, they're trying to find this elusive, hidden thing. Like, it's a thing that they're hearing about, of like, the blue skull experience, the blue skeleton, or something like that. And they're trying to ask around all these actors and everything. And then they start meeting different actors at the same or the same actors at different haunts and they eventually get invited to take place in the blue skeleton but after they bury the girl alive and torture them and everything and they survive and they go to the police and all that kind of stuff um spoilers <laughs> and the second movie has them kind of they're famous for their story of survival and the prosecution and all that, and they can't find the mysterious blue skeleton. But they show the girl that the boys basically put her up, like staged it to win this money. And she went through all the psychological drama or trauma to uh, for them to win this money, and she didn't know that it was staged. So she finds out towards the end and it's like a standoff of like nobody won any money she's holding a gun <laughs> all that kind of stuff but like it's all being filmed and all that kind of stuff so she can't pull the trigger but it's crazy it makes you think like how far is too far what is your line in the sand of like what you will put up with um as far as extreme haunts go <laughs> so i thought they were really well done so yeah. 
All right, I think that does it for this episode. Let's take a break. All right. Thanks for staying with me today, especially through that long legal waiver. <laughs> I know that was rough, but it showed the extremity of Bikami Manor itself. So thanks for being with me as we explored the extreme haunts and specifically Bikami Manor. Um, and like I said earlier in the episode, it kind of pushes the question of like, yes, legally, you volunteered for this, so you can't really complain. But then on the flip side, should we be allowed to basically torture and abuse other people up until death? And just because they signed something, not be held liable? I don't know. It's a great question. <laughs> if things like this should even exist. But I'm not a thrill junkie like that. So I would not have the answer for that. So anyway, I digress. Um... Make sure to join us on the Facebook page at Paranormal Stories, parentheses, Spooky Shiz. Um, it's a great way to connect with me and also send me your story. Um, thank you for listening and stay spooky, my friends. <laughs>